Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Military injunction goes now to the Court of Appeals. We're going to be talking about this case on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council filed a brief at the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals with regards to two service members in our case, Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin. They were both granted a preliminary injunction for being denied religious exemptions from the COVID shot mandate. The Department of Defense has appealed the injunction to the Court of Appeals, and now we filed our brief supporting our arguments and why the injunction should remain in place. There are two plaintiffs that are at issue. One is a Navy and a Marine uh, service member. Uh, one is a lieutenant colonel in the United States uh, Marines, and the other is a Navy commander of a surface warship. Those individuals were about ready to be disciplined and literally kicked out of the military beginning on February 2 and 3, and an injunction came in by Judge Meriday the evening of February 2nd that stopped those disciplinary actions from taking place. And, you know, Matt, in our brief, we stated the DOD provides a religious accommodation process, but by all accounts, it is theater, and that theatrical performance violates the First Amendment and the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Despite the DOD's protestations to the contrary, there is no military exclusion from our Constitution. The district court's preliminary injunction should be upheld. And, you know, I think that's a very strong statement showing that what they're really doing is theater. I mean, they have no evidence. They don't have any testimonies that have come in court. They don't have any evidence showing that they are not blatantly violating religious accommodations here. It really is theater. It's all smoke and mirrors. They, on the surface, say they have a religious accommodation request, and you can submit a religious accommodation request, or RAR is what it's called for. But they're not granting And they're not granting any of them. They are giving medical exemptions. Right, but they're not giving religious exemptions. So what you have here is absolutely theater, and that's why we put it in the brief. And also this thing, it's not just a slide of words or some tricky sentence that says that there's no exception in the Constitution for the military. And the reason why we put that in there is because that's how the Department of Defense and these military branches essentially are operating and arguing before Judge Stephen Meriday in the federal court that they're immune from this Religious Freedom Restoration Act. They're immune from this First Amendment free exercise that protects these individuals because the courts, they argue, have no business interfering with any kind of decision of the military. Yeah, they even uh, appallingly accused the judge, telling him he had no jurisdiction over the military. Right. They say, they say that you're ridiculous. trying to actually take over the military and that it's a the sky is falling kind of thing. You're, it, it, you're trying to take command of the military. The judge says, you know, I have no interest in taking command right. of the military any more than I have taking command of a public school or a jail. But I do have interest in, in upholding the Constitution and people's religious freedom. Exactly. And he says, in, like in the jail or the public schools, like in the military, there are federal and state, there are federal and constitutional provisions mm-hmm. that have to be complied with. And that's what courts do. They look at the law. And if 
you're a prison or you're a school or you're the United States military and you're violating the Constitution or, in this case, federal law, the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act, then the court has jurisdiction to act and you're not immune. But they're acting as though they are above the law and that there's essentially an exception just for the military because of its unique composition of being this military branch. And there is not. So in this particular case, we got an injunction from this judge. It's a great injunction that protects both these uh, individual plaintiffs. We have many other plaintiffs that we're working to get injunctions for and have other injunctions outstanding. We're also moving forward to try to get class certification and protection for all the classes of men and women in the military and all six branches of the military. But these are the first two injunctions that we got, and so we've had several others since then, but this has been going on quite a bit with these two uh, officers. Yeah, and you mentioned that they brought no testimony. To get to this point of these injunctions for these two individuals, we had three eight- to nine-hour hearings. Mm -hmm. We had the first one in uh, November, October, when we filed suit in October, we had a presence in the courtroom for about eight hours. Then we returned after we got a TRO in early 2022 with regards to these two individuals. We returned to court. We had another eight to nine hour hearing in which the Navy Command Surface Warfare Officer testified in person, as did the Lieutenant Colonel of the United States Marines, and they did exemplary. The Department of Defense never presented live testimony. Then we got the preliminary injunction after that. They contested the preliminary injunction, that is the Department of Defense, and the judge gave them opportunity, essentially urged them to now bring live testimony so that it can be subject to examination and cross-examination into the court at the next evidentiary hearing we went to that evidentiary hearing. The Department of Defense brought zero mm -hmm. persons in person to testify. We brought the Navy Command Surface Warfare Officer, who did testify, the Lieutenant Colonel of the United States Marines, whose testimony wasn't necessary, but she was there in case she needed to testify. And then we also brought three medical experts who testified live. United States Army Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Pete Chambers, Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Teresa Long, and Colonel Retired Dr. Stuart Tankersley. All three of these are flight surgeons. Dr. Chambers is one of six, or was, he recently retired from a medical disability because he took the Moderna shot and has a demyelinization condition now as a result of Moderna. But he, at the time of 39 years experience, was one of six Green Beret flight surgeons in the world. They all testified in person, subject to cross-examination, and they all said the same thing, that the shots are not safe, that they're not effective in preventing the transmission of COVID. They are causing injuries. Myocarditis is just one of them. Dr. Pete Chambers was essentially Exhibit A because right. he personally been received injured. an injury from the Moderna shot. Right. And that it's not preventing or protecting these uh, troops, these service members from transmission or disease or infection. They also say that it's causing terrible morale within the military, the pressure that they are aware of people committing suicides, mm -hmm. and that there's other alternative ways to protect the health and safety and military readiness of these service members than these mandatory shots. So they were there. 
The judge then upheld that injunction. They brought the case to the United States Court of Appeals, filed their brief, and then we filed our response. But that's why we put in there additional information that they brought no evidence. They are arguing essentially that this case should just be thrown out, there should be no injunction, that the military should be able to do what it wants to, and that is clearly violating the RIFRA, which is the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and they want to do it with no live testimony. You know, they not only don't have any evidence, what they're saying is not true. For example, our Navy Command Surface War officer, his commanders, his commander stated that, you know, he was, he didn't think he was ready, uh, had his ship ready, and he wasn't capable of commanding that ship, and et cetera, et cetera. But our Navy Command Service officer testified, I know we not only passed all the tests, but we passed them overachieving what they're requiring. Well, our commander of this Navy surface warship is a very highly qualified United States member of the Navy and a commander of a surface warship that has guided missiles. And up until the COVID shots came into existence, his Commodore, which over the fleet, Mm -hmm. uh, had all kinds of confidence in him. But once we got the injunction on February the 2nd, the Commodore was scheduled to remove this commander from command on February 3 because his religious exemption request had been denied. He wanted to remove him. Suddenly his, that changed in his Then eyes. all of a sudden he <laughs> makes up this idea, yeah. well, there's problems now, and he is not uh, able to not lead this and, ship. Yeah. In fact, they were actually, uh, as they were saying that they couldn't deploy the ship, the ship was actually deployed at that moment out in the ocean going through testing and the testing was completed quicker than normal and everything passed with flying colors. What we have is clear abuse against these men and women. I ask that you pray for them because we could go on for hours just to talk about the specifics of the abuse and the pressure and even people succumbing to suicide because of that pressure from these shots that they're experiencing. Pray for this case. It's Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin. For more information, go to lc.org forward slash military. That's lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.